Hello, and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Bo North. And I'm Megan Sunday. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter. And today, we're here to talk about chapters 15 and 16 of Children of Dune, just as soon as we exchange this link of sausages. It's a metaphor. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> it's a metaphor. If we were ever in conversation and you used that metaphor with me, I would probably, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I, I think you would just kind of blink and look at me like, oh, what? <laughs> Be like, oh, uh, I think someone just called me from <laughs> the other room. I'm going to go. Yeah. Because mm. uh, there's a lot of chatty chat this week. Mm -hmm. These crazy kids. Yeah, but I think there's a lot, there's a lot to break down here. So, especially in this first chapter. Oh my gosh. Now, we know we, we love Jessica, but mm -hmm. she gets some, some pretty needed uh, call out yeah. this week. Yeah. Uh, somebody needed to sass her off. I don't know if it needed to be a nine-year-old. <laughs> and I get... I get where the twins are coming from with their insistence that they are not actually children, but yeah, you're yeah. mine. <laughs> you're looking at me as a nine-year-old, and I just don't need it. <laughs> oh. Oh, we can't forget this week's baller epigraph. Oh my god. Yes, here we go. Finally, we get the indication yeah. that someone else is going to get to do some writing. We're going to get to hear some other voices, because this comes <laughs> from Hey... Hi, Hia. I cannot say that. I apologize. Mm -hmm. uh, my brother's dream from the book of Ganima. Yay, Gani! Look at you. Yay. You have to just write about your brother, but <laughs> it's still... It's something. Yeah. And he saw a vision of armor. The armor was not his own skin. It was stronger than plasteel. Nothing penetrated his armor. Not knife or poison or sand, not the dust of the desert or its desiccating heat. In his right hand, he carried the power to make the Corleolis storm, to shake the earth and erode it into nothing. His eyes were fixed upon the golden path, and in his left hand, he carried the scepter of absolute mastery. And beyond the golden path, his eyes looked into eternity, which he knew to be the food of his soul and of his everlasting flesh." That's how I write about my brothers. Mmm. Everlasting flesh. Everlasting flesh. Mm -hmm. Dear guys, <laughs> how's it going? Watch anything good on Netflix? Uh, <laughs> how's your everlasting flesh? <laughs> oh, oh, so weird. Yeah, we are starting to get, like, big hints of what's coming. So I, I'm trying to imagine reading... Like, I remember reading this the first time when I was in my, like, teens or 20s. Oh, okay. And just, and just being, like, not having any idea what was coming. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. So, not to get too into that. So, what are we doing this week? Well, this week, uh, Leto has gotten his grandma in for the little chat that he and yeah. Ghani decided that they were going to have last time. Ghani is off distracting Alia, which I want to believe just means that she's just, like, I don't know, asking her a bunch of questions about stuff. Yeah. It's like one of those Jonathan Frakes videos that people were doing. <laughs> well, she is nine. Yeah. She's like, so, do you know how to ride a bike? Have you ever been to a <laughs> mall? 
You ever go a walking in the pale moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like poor Alias is going, What? I you're you're talking a lot. Oh dear. Uh so this does not start well from kind of the get-go, because Leto's nope. just like, you know, it probably wouldn't be pretty good. It probably wouldn't be good if I became emperor. And I'm not saying that I've seen the future. Don't worry about that. Just that, you know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be emperor. For a while, at least. I need a little time. Yeah. A little time to think about myself. I like how he's basically like, my sister and I need a gap year. Yeah. Like, they need, they want freedom, like, and time to sort of learn how to master this they're nine this... they want to play Fortnite. yeah <laughs> do the kids still play Fortnite? i don't even know i have no idea i i what are the kids know. doing they don't tell us i really hope there's no nine-year-olds listening to this no. i apologize yeah if there are stop no <laughs> offense but like please stop that yeah. go do something else <laughs> uh go watch a star war <laughs> Uh, Jessica is just sort of like, I don't know if I like it here. It's yeah, too calls, humid she now. She calls C.H. Tabar, she calls it the, the C.H. of her nightmares. Like, Jessica, I feel like a lot of this is something that you just sort of, I don't know, piled on yourself later. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, you just decided, you know what, I hate it here. I mean... Uh, you they, that place saved your life though is the thing it's mm-hmm. like you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for that place is if, if it wasn't for stilgar you know she hasn't slept she's just like what were the twins up to i heard they stayed out all night that's weird <laughs> um yeah. why are there so many flowers which i get like if you just showed up at the desert you're like wait what oh well, it's kind of like when you go back to your hometown after being gone for, like, ten years, and there's, like, all these new fast food restaurants. That's true. It's, like, totally just, oh, when did that Target get here? You know, you're just totally disoriented. Yeah, occasionally I'll talk, when I talk to my parents, they'll say something like, oh, we went to the Whole Foods. Like, what Whole Foods? <laughs> what are you talking about? Fancy. <laughs> right. When did our suburb become so fancy? <laughs> Not in my day, oh. kids. I went to the food line and I liked it. <laughs> uh, and she's just like, you know, I'm tired. There's weird flowers. It's humid because mm-hmm. nobody knows about still suits anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, the discipline is bad. Ugh, I just don't like my it. My daughter is all messed up. And she's just like, all right, so what are you? If you're not a child, like... I love you know, this, and he's, like, tapping on his chest, like, I'm millions of years old. <laughs> it's just like, whoa. <laughs> I'm 16. Kid. I'm a I'm grandmother. A grandmother. <laughs> oh. And she's like, okay, good. And he quotes yeah. uh, her hu- her husband, listen to me, uh, he quotes her Leto at her. Yeah. Because she, like, chews her lip or something, and he's like, Which- he... He recognizes it as a gesture, but he recognizes it, like, because of Leto. Because of yeah. the Duke. Yeah. And she, because she bites her lip, and she remembers that he would always kind of laugh at her and say that that was her tell, and mm-hmm. that he, then he would end it with, like, you better come over here and let me kiss it, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And Leto, luckily, does not do that part. Um, he just <laughs> cuts it off with the, like, I know that's your tell, and that means you're nervous, and she's just like, oh. 
okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is where our, our opening reference came in. Yeah. Because she says, well, are you taunting me? Like, is that, what was that, what was, what just happened? And he says, right. no. But I want to make it clear to you how much we differ. Let me remind you of that such orgy so long ago when the old Reverend Mother gave you her lives and her memories. She tuned herself to you and gave you that that long chain of sausages. Each one a person. <laughs> so it's feral people living in the, the Smoky Mountains that we were talking about today. Um, and so you're saying, like, you know, you kind of get this a little bit. But with the difference, the difference that he kind of, he finally explains to her is that you got all those memories, but like he said, they were sausages. They were individual. Yeah. You know, each of them, yeah, each of them is inside you, but like Mm -hmm. you can, if you were to check with one of them for something, it's an individual person. And then they're kind of in case, in case in in a casing, (laughs) uh, that you can go and approach but then step away from and be blocked from but what we've gotten here is everybody (laughs) yeah yeah do you specify that like with jessica's memories they end when she had paul just in case anyone was Mm -hmm. like do they have her memories from later no he says like she like he says that his sister he's like she's you up until the moment you had our father yeah um and so he says that he says like you know you have those memories inside you, but we have you. Like we have, we are these people. Yeah. Uh, and he, she's. I mean, part of it, I think, is a little. She's like, yeah, no, I know what it, abomination is. <laughs> my <laughs> well, my friend, my dude. And here again, we have Leto telling her, like, you know, Alia is an abomination because she resisted so hard. Like she fought it. You know, you kind of, if you don't bend, you'll break sort Mm -hmm. of thing. And he's like, there's a way that you can, like, move and sift through it and sort of work with it, not against it, that will prevent that. Yeah. So, interesting and also sad for Alia, because she didn't have anyone to tell her that. And so she says, well, where's your sister? He says, well, she's distracting Alia. You talked to her yesterday. Like, wasn't that enough? Mm. And she tries to be very like, well, I don't have to tell you what we talked about yesterday. He's (laughs) like, yeah, great. You know, I know everything. I don't know if you've noticed, but my sister and I tell each other everything. Everything. (laughs) Uh, Well, almost everything. True. And she asks him why he's prattling on about abomination. He's just like, don't give me your Betty Chesert sass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like i know yeah. everything you know so don't tell me any of your bullshit because i can tell it right back to you because i am you and she's just like oh awkward <laughs> and, and there's a lot of i'm also my father and i'm also your duke and jessica's thinking i, uh, I just gotta i i have to point this out because it's such a weird thing in an already weird chapter in an already weird book and just a very, like, cringe moment when Jessica is looking at her grandson and she's like, so he could be Leto. He could be my Leto. Maybe when he grows up, maybe he'll look like him. Maybe. And then she's like, no, no, no. Forget that. <laughs> but it's like, are you talking about... Like, uh... 
<laughs> being with your own grandson? I don't... You know, it's weird because I feel like they push that, a they, I don't know who this they is, Frank, mm-hmm. Frank pushes that <laughs> a lot more with the previous scene when they are Paul and Chani, because yeah. Chani is more pretty specifically like, I'll be me and you'll be Paul and then we can be together, ignore all the rest of what that means. Yeah. <laughs> and I think with Jessica, it's a little more like, well, he, he could, I could talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like I could hear, I could hear his voice again. I could, I could have a conversation with him, which like, at least I'd like to hope so. And also, yeah. I mean, like I, I don't know, physically, she's moved on to that, you know, hot gurney action. So, you know, <laughs> right. Uh, mm. Plus, yeah. by the time Lido gets to be old enough, you know, for that to not be disgusting, um, you know, they'll both will be... always be disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it'll be true. extra disgusting, but yeah. it'll still be. Uh, so he's just, so <laughs> he starts talking about prescience and she's yeah. just, cause she's like, well, what do you know about why I'm here? And he's like, look, don't worry about it. I'm not like my dad. <laughs> I haven't done any of that. And he's saying like, you know, I don't want to know which, <laughs> because when you think of prescience, which I hope is rarely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, kid, Nancy Reagan. Uh, he says, you know, most people just think, well, basically he says like, they'd want to know the stock market. Like they want to know the prices of whale fur <laughs> tomorrow. <Yeah. laughs> Good old uh, whale cause fur. Cause who does it? a cameo. <laughs> Hashtag whale fur. Love it. <laughs> um, gotta get me some sharks and yes. whale fur. Put that on the list. And, you know, if I, he does this incredibly unsubtle or what if Harkonnens are going to retake Getty Prime, which is just mm-hmm. a doorway into him just talking about the Harkonnen lot. Yeah. And it's such a, like, it's such a reach that I think, you know, you do whenever, whenever you have, like, a hyperfixation, you're like, I really mm-hmm. want to talk about The Expanse, so I'll just kind of mention it. Uh, <laughs> or like, I do sure love talking about whatever books, you know. <laughs> it's like, wow, are we talking about Harkonnens now? Subtle. Subtle, you know, wow, all right. Because yeah, she's but... just like, well, you're baiting me. Yeah. Like, now you're just bringing up the Harkonnens. Obviously, you know, because he's like, well, we know all about Harkonnens. Yeah. Right. He's like, oink, oink. He's like, are, are we, am I, who's the Beast Raban and all this stuff? He starts throwing this stuff out. Like, I, I don't really get where he's going with this but like I know he's trying to needle her and it's mm-hmm. clearly working well cause he, he, cause he says like look you know the problem with the way most people think about prescience is that they just think that their life would be so much better if they could know everything that was going to happen but that's not true if you knew everything that was going to happen you'd be bored well I think he, yeah and he says to know the future is to be trapped by it yeah. And, you know, so he all he wants is freedom. He wants to not the be The universe trapped. of surprises. Yeah. That's our tagline for this podcast. A universe <laughs> of surprises. You never know. It's true. Uh, she does kind of think, like, wow, that's a very Paul speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said, you remind me of your father. 
He's like, well, yeah, because I'm him. I'm, I'm yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's a me. real little jerk with that part. Because she says, yeah. you remind me of your father. And he says, well, does that, is that, like, does that hurt you? Is that painful for you to see? And she says, no. I mean, it kind of is. But it's, it's nice to see that he lives on in you. And he says, how little you understand of how he lives on in me. Like, okay, <laughs> we get it, Lito. She was just saying you reminded her of her son. Like, it's just a nice thing yeah. grandmas say. But, like, he did just, you know... I know, she but she just, just let meant Paul take over his body for like just a few hours ago. And that's the point where he's just like, you know, and then your Duke lives in me. Gotti is you. Like, this mm-hmm. isn't just us having the memories. It is actually you. Yeah. Uh, and he says, like, then he starts just getting real into it. He's like, <laughs> you came here to judge us. You came here to judge Alia. Gonna judge you. He's like, how dare you? How dare you? And I was like, he's just like you know because she says fine like yeah this whole thing it freaks me out it disturbs me i don't like it and he's just like look i didn't want to have to do this i don't want to talk to you like my grandfather did it's weird and i don't like it but (laughs) the point is you know you could be the one inside of us that makes us become abomination yeah. Like your your personality could be the one to say, Well, I want to be young again. Mm-hmm. And he says, Look, you know, we know that Alia is planning to have you kidnapped and make it look like House Carino did it. Yeah. And she's like, What? No. <laughs> Alia's a lot of things, but she would never do that. And oh, he's honey. just like, uh Yeah. He's like, no, like, absolutely, that is not the case. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, do you remember when you took off and left your daughter in charge of an entire Imperium? And, (laughs) you know, you just, like, fled to Kaladin and into the arms of Gurney and just washed your hands of it. I mean, to me, it was, like, a long time coming. No, and it's absolutely true. He says, like, this is why you have no right to judge us, and you have no right to judge Alia, no matter what she does. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's she was your child, and no one helped her, and that's why she succumbed to abomination, because she needed, she, she gave up. Yeah. And she also, at this point, because he says, look, at one point when they're discussing more of the prescience and more of what he's seen, he says, you know, I I could live for thousands of years. And she's just like, well, you know, Alia's already doing some of that because she looks too young. I'm like, your daughter is like 24 years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, is she still running around looking 15? Because that's creepy and we don't like that. We're going to say yeah. no to that. But the fact that she's like, she looks so young. I'm like, well, yeah, she's probably very well hydrated. <laughs> I mean, it's a different world now. And she's also in her early 20s. Right. She's fine. <laughs> and you know he also is just like yeah and people think that you are gonna show up. you came here to make me and my sister you know to breed us and she's like no gross of course not yeah on that note he's like your sisterhood is nothing but a d- bunch of damn fool old women who haven't thought beyond their precious breeding program <laughs> which i and- mean at this point fair yeah, fair, but like he says, Ghani and I know the leverage they have. The leverage is that 
the Bene Gesserit know she's a Harkonnen. And here we actually get Jessica, the name of Jessica's mother. Okay, so this is, I was reading about this. This is a thing. This is a whole thing, because of course mm-hmm. it's Dune. Right. Um, so, yeah, he is saying that the Bene Gesserit would leak that she is a Harkonnen, that the, the Baron was her father. Um, mm-hmm. And so he says that it would be in their breeding records, Jessica out of Tanidia Neris by the mm-hmm. Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. But, mm-hmm. so, it is revealed later that uh, Reverend Mother Guy's Helen is her mother. Yeah. Well, isn't that in the prequels? The, there was this reference, and then later on that part, uh, yeah, it's in the prequels. But, I mean, okay. as much as we don't like that, it still makes it canon. Yeah. So the thing is, is that a lot of people have just either hand waved that Leto got it wrong or that that was like the name she used. Ah. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time that we've had a name for for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the thing that bugged me most about reading about this was in this Dune, Dune Wiki entry about Tini uh, <laughs> Daenerys. They kind of try to make it that the Baron uh, engages in pedophilic acts because he's just such a misogynist. And I'm like, Mm. that's not the same thing. No. (laughs) Obviously down on misogyny, but also let's not pretend that that's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Like, oh boy. We will go and tie ourselves in knots to not just say that, you know, this is homophobic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's like the leverage of it. I think it's clever because, you know, it would, so, it would put such a wedge in there, in like, you know, the, as Leto calls it, the Atreides mystique. Like, Mm -hmm. there's this whole religion built around, around Muad'Dib. And if it came out, if it was known that Muad'Dib was half Harkonnen, then or a quarter whatever then it would be you know that part of that foundation would definitely crumble mm-hmm. and yeah this is, this is the part where he says you know should i live thousands of years and so she thinks that he's referring to this thing that the Benny jesuit can do which is they can control mm-hmm. their body chemistry enough that they wouldn't age right but that they don't do it because it would be a little because they do try to keep you know a lot of their abilities secret and it would be really mm. obvious if there were just tons of women who weren't aging <laughs> right um but she's kind of horrified thinking that's what he's talking about yeah and that's the part where she's just like well i've already sent word to the sisterhood that alia has been doing that because look at her and he's like ah, <laughs> shut up no it's not even yeah <laughs> no one's even talking about that i mean something more he does tell her to shut up uh because she says she's not going to discuss things and he's just like yeah shut up she's like oh my he doesn't just tell her to shut up he uses the voice he uses on her the voice meanwhile she's been sitting here in her robes with a gom bar yeah <laughs> which seems like, dangerous she's like really tense like they told me i might have to use it and... i would <laughs> absolutely prick myself i'd be like well oh, i'm dead because i have pricked yeah. myself with this gamja bar that i've been hiding in this shawl <laughs> it's like that damn I, I don't know if you've seen those tiktoks it's like my first day as an assassin and it's mm-hmm. always someone like putting poison in the cup and then licking their finger or whatever oh yeah absolutely <laughs> oh um 
Yeah, it's, yeah. She's, he's just like, yeah, by the way, you're not going to use that. Not on Alia, not on me. Yeah. And it it shakes her. She is she is shooketh. Literally. Yeah. Uh, which is another thing, because at first, before he even brings it up, she's just got it on her finger and it's just like shaking out of just the stress of maybe having to use it. It's like, yeah, that's when mm-hmm. I would prick myself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But he, he knows it's there. He's like, yeah, and I know you've got a gum jabar in your robe, so. <laughs> that's a little dangerous. Don't do that, Granny. <laughs> and he's just like, look, you know, you gotta just chill. You've got to listen to me. Mm-hmm. And you're going to let yourself get abducted. Like, this is yeah. Alia's plan, you know, because she does, he does, she does say, like, well, is Alia working with Faradin? And he's like, I don't know about that. I don't think so. I think it's all your sister. Mm-hmm. But what she's, we're going to do is you're going to let yourself be abducted and let that start to work. And she's just like, yeah, I don't think so. And he's like, yeah, you don't have a choice. This is a yeah. command. <laughs> yeah and she's like now look here little man and he's like woman stop thinking of me as your grandson he's like yells at her he does this a lot in this chapter it's just he like does. I'm not she should like get I don't know like some pop tarts or something and just be like <laughs> oh what's this because some part of him's nine and he's gonna be like oh <laughs> right. like a pizza. They're gonna, just gonna order a pizza and be like, mm, delicious. <laughs> What's over here? <laughs> like a clementine. Like, mm, yeah. juicy. <laughs> Want a little cutie? I know you do. <laughs> play some soccer, buddy? Yeah, so uh, that's, that's pretty much that chapter. It was yeah, intense. A, yeah, it is. Uh, these kids, I... Yep. It does make it funnier in the miniseries when there's a lot of this because it's just that it's a sassy teens which is almost yeah. worse <laughs> just yeah. james mcavoy just being like mm-hmm. uh, this yeah. next chapter weird it's weird oh it's, it's a Dune. weird one yeah well it's, it's dune dune is weird mm-hmm. <laughs> that's canon it is that's i mean come on uh, I love it so much. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, did you want to take this epigraph? I'll do this too, sure. Okay. This comes from the Apocrypha of Muad'Dib, which I would argue is all of it. <laughs> but no one asked me. <laughs> Atrocity is recognized as such by victim and perpetrator alike, by all who learned about it and would ever remove. Atrocity has no excuses, no mitigating argument. Atrocity never balances or rectifies the past. Atrocity merely arms the future for more atrocity. It is self-perpetuating upon itself, a barbarous form of incest. Whoever commits atrocity also commits those future atrocities thus bred. I mean... I it, don't ever want to see the word atrocity I again. know. But, but, you know, that it makes sense. It's like... It does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a little, I mean, and we've discussed this at length that, you know, one definitely fed into the other, but that mm-hmm. part is a little Star Wars. That's oh, yeah, a little like, sure. oh my God, Obi-Wan Kenobi will not stop talking to me about this atrocity <laughs> thing. Like, I get it, dude. <laughs> this is why I'd be a terrible Jedi. I'd be like, oh, are we still talking about this? <laughs> not enough naps in the Jedi <laughs> training, I think. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, when do I get to sleep? I'm just... <laughs> 
Also, I don't really like tan. Can we do right. something about this whole yeah. look? No? Huh. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, so we're we're back in Arakeen. We're at Alia's temple. And uh, it's sort of just afternoon. People are starting to kind of take off for the afternoon siesta because it's really hot. And, um, you know, he comes wandering in and he's got like his guide. The preacher, by the way. Yeah, the, the... preacher. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the preacher is wandering in and he's, you know, got his little guide. So, okay. <laughs> You've got to help me figure this out. So he's walking with his guide and he's like, they have to think I need, I need him. Yes. And then he's like, he still has the mask, I'm using air quotes, from Seleucia Secundus in his pocket. And it turns out like, it's not it's a just cheese cloth. artifact. It's just cloth. <laughs> so like, he was like, but you know, there's nothing, like, there are no, nothing... You would think that I would have stumbled or whatever, but nope, every pebble, you know, everything happened as, as I knew it would. And so, okay, is he using prescient memory again to see, but pretending he can't? Because that's what it seems like. That's what it seems like, but yeah, in theory, he shouldn't have, I don't know. I mean, I guess so, because that sounds like him, but yeah, that <laughs> should have... I think it's just, I don't know, maybe it's all another metaphor. <laughs> right. The I fact mean, remains that he didn't need, the, there was no mask, and yeah. he doesn't, he needs the guy, but he doesn't, and mm -hmm. a lot of it is just for show, because he yeah, has to. Yeah, the guy is just window dressing. This poor kid. Yeah. He's like, great. <laughs> I, I like to think that Paul's just been, like, this whole time just been, like, hanging out in Jackarutu, just... You know, downing spice. Nice. Like by the bucket full. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's how he got his prescient memory back. Yeah. <laughs> he just smoked it. Yeah, but Ollie is <laughs> watching from like her little spy hole. Um, you know, she she's kind of unsettled by this whole preacher thing, obviously, because of the rumors that it could be Paul. Um, but she's like this little, you know, this little shriveled up prune of a man couldn't, it was, in no way resembles my wonderful, amazing brother. And I'm just like, <laughs> the might or whatever of Muad'Dib. And it's just like, Alia, you, you need to let that hero worship go a little bit. Just a touch. Yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, she's hoping that they don't take him captive, her people don't take him captive with an audience because yeah. she's like, this is the, I've, I'm realizing that that is actually not going to make the impression that I thought it would, it would actually build up more. Um, yeah. He would be like a martyr or whatever, because people are starting to follow him. And she knows that they've been in the desert because they're wearing still suits. And mm -hmm. she's just like, but where would they be in the desert? Like, I don't understand any of this. Yeah. I do enjoy the part where she wants to, where she's angry because she wants to find out, without finding out which just because she's like i can't just ask people straight out i have to be sneaky but damn it there's no good way to be sneaky and i get it i feel that i understand alia uh so she's watching and she just is thinking well you know 
maybe it's him. I mean, it kind of <laughs> seems like something Paul would do. And the Baron inside of her is going, no. Mm-mm. No. Ridiculous, my dear. Yeah. Um, she's like, I wish I had just one person I could trust to to talk to, to take care of this for me, um, to help me know for sure. But, like, she doesn't have anybody. Like, yeah, Duncan, knows... where is he? Yeah, he she doesn't around. know that. She she was thinking about how they were in the council and they had like everyone had a huge breakdown mm-hmm. because the robes arrived from Seleucus Secundus and Arulan was kind of like, well, I don't know, that seems weird, <laughs> right? Like, you know, we should check them out and you know they'll examine them thoroughly. And Alias is like, but this is causing more trouble. I mean, why do we yeah. have to check stuff that came from their relatives? Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's like, Alia. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and then they like, can't decide if Jessica should be on the council or not. Yeah. But, like, I guess uh, Irulan's just been a thorn in her paw for too long. She's like, yeah, she's got to go. I'm going to have to kill her. And she just, this is very important is that she decides that while she's sitting there. She thinks, yeah. you know what? tired of her ruling she's got to go yeah and right about then <laughs> she also doesn't think that she she knows she can't trust stilgar because he's sort of getting into the whole thing with the preacher because she heard yeah. him counting he heard the preacher counting coins when he paid yeah. the guide and he counted them like a fremen yeah and so he's just like that whoa but like old fremen not this yeah. current like you know, sort of softer version yeah, like back of in the day. It. Yeah, she's like, dang it, because you know, I have to figure out something because obviously, someone in my guards is like, there's whispers, like things yeah. that she says uh, become rumors, and so she's just like, well, damn it, like obviously no <laughs> one, can, no one can keep any of my special secrets. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a very lonely place to be, and. You can see why she would be so, you know, quick to sort of embrace this, you know, evil grandpa that keeps, you know, keeps her company. Uh, There's a great moment that she thinks about with Arulin and the council where Arulin just finally just screams. Like, she remember, she has like her famous, you know, Benny Gesserit slash raised princess like poise. Right. And she just yells and says, we've lost the power to think well of ourselves, which I love because I think yeah. that that is something that is so, I think it's very easy to undercut that you, you know, oh, well, this thing makes sense or this thing is, you know, the right thing to do. But it's like, mm-hmm. how do you, how will you look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day? Yeah. And Roland's like, we've lost that. Like, everything is going to shit and it's our <laughs> yeah. faults. Like, yeah, we have done this, and everyone was just like, "Ooh," and Javid was just sp- like, "This, th- we don't have time for this." <laughs> yeah, like, well, how uh, do you look up, at yourself, Javid? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah, she says, you know, we've just we've lost the ability to make good decisions, and she's. This is when Melalia is just like, "Oh, I can make proper decisions. I got to get rid of my sister-in-law. Like, she sucks." <laughs> so the right at right after this. The preacher decides he's going to start, you know, preaching. He's got four messages for four people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first one's for Alia. And this, 
I, I might need some context here. A warning. You who held the secret duration, the secret of duration in your loins have sold your future for an empty purse. So is he saying she should have had kids? I, I don't know. I, I mean, why are you talking about your sister's loins? I mean, because it's Dune. Yeah. Uh, okay, for Stilgar, uh, there's some a little build up to this, but he says the most dangerous of all creations is a rigid code of ethics. It will turn on you and drive you into exile. A ruins is also great because a ruins mm-hmm. is just uh, humiliation is a thing that no person can forget. I warn you to flee. And she's like, wait, how does he know I'm going to kill her? <laughs> he doesn't get out of here. Ruin. Like, yeah, <laughs> a little bonus. now would be a good time to go on holiday. So, and then <laughs> this and last then, one. Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> so the last one's for Duncan. He says, "Duncan, you were taught to believe that loyalty buys loyalty." Oh, Duncan! <laughs> <laughs> it's actually in there. Oh, Duncan! Yeah. Do not believe in history because history is impelled by whatever passes for money. Duncan. He says Duncan like 17 times. Yeah. Duncan, take your horns and do what you know best how to do. Oh, snap. Everyone's <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> she almost calls the guards at that point. Because she's just like, oh, 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 no. She's like, yeah. well, everyone's going to get that. Yikes. Everyone knows that my marriage is falling apart. Great. Everyone knows I am cheating on my husband. Yeah. Oops. So she kind of watches him go after that. He's like, okay, peace out. And he's like walking away. And like the fact that nobody's well, trying actu- to stop him. He starts doing some actual preaching. Yeah. Uh, and he says, like, you know, look, he's directed to the priesthood. And he says, you know, this is, you've abandoned Muad'Dib. He says, holiness mm-hmm. has replaced love in your religion. Which, okay, Paul, when was love ever attended I know. in your religion? But all right. <laughs> I mean, what part of love was, you know, murdering billions of people? Yeah, what part of, you know, love was the galactic jihad? Okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine, Paul. It's fine. We're good. Okay. Fine, buddy. Uh, (laughs) And she has this moment where she's like, it kind of sounds like Paul, maybe. If Paul had to live in the desert and had a really cracked up voice. Yeah. And, you know, it says that. It's, it is said of Muad'Dib that he died of prescience, but that's an illusion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and she she's kind of, like, thinking about, like, her power, the power structure of the Atreides and, like, the Imperium. And, you know, she's worried that with this preacher and with his message that she's going to lose the Fremen. Mm. Which seems likely. Yep. And she realizes that without the Fremen, like, the Atreides are going to lose, like, their trump card. Their one advantage is that they control the spice monopoly, and they only control that because the Fremen control it. hmm Yeah. So she's, like, seeing little, you know, cracks in the foundation of this religion that they've built. Uh, especially she... now that the jihad is over. So it's not, like, there's not... A religious like a holy aspect to it anymore it's more like fashion now yeah and she thinks you know i can't kill him because 
too many people are listening. Like you said, he'd be he'd be, he'd be a martyr. But mm-hmm. I also can't let him just do that. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> and she thinks about some Benny Gesserit tenants that are very Machiavellian. Mm-hmm. And then she's just like, I don't know what to mm-hmm. do. And again, she starts kind of, you know, kind of losing it a little. And it's just like, have I this sort of lost, you know, whatever I used to be good at? And of course, yeah. then the Baron chimes in and it's just like, no. Yeah, tut tut, dear, my dear. <laughs> like, He's just like, you're you're perfect. You're amazing. My plan is really good that we're going to yeah. kidnap your mom and say that it was her sister. Yeah. You know, we'll get rid of Jessica and we'll discredit them. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Don't worry about it. And so she finally is like, all right, then I'll, I will think about the preacher later. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow is another day. <laughs> yeah. Fiddle dee dee indeed. So, yeah, that was that was the end of that chapter. Boy, oof, uncomfortable moments there. There's so much. I do love how everyone is just slowly losing it. <laughs> I mean, Aruin's yeah. just screaming at people in council meetings, which is amazing. More of that Jessica's for her. Jessica's getting yelled at by her grandson. Because I also picture, I mean, like little moments that they didn't get into because you know Jessica showed up and was just being real snotty about just stuff like what the twins mm-hmm. like to eat for breakfast and Rulin's going like, no, actually. <laughs> like, they like to have toast and Jessica's like, yeah. I don't know about that. I think they like oatmeal. And she's like, oh, I've been raising them. Yeah. I mean, typical mother-in-law, am I right? Yuck, yuck. <laughs> They're kind of my kids, so... Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so... do sort of enjoy... I enjoy their very... Despite having all the memories and knowing what a Rulin did, how they are very just like, but we love you. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Well, I mean, they know that she's, you know, penitent about it. Yeah, that that is done. That is used very well in the miniseries. There's a lot of mm-hmm. them just being like, Haha, we're your weird kids. <laughs> we <Yeah>. love you. <laughs> love you, stepmom. <laughs> she's just like, great. So things things are in motion. Things are moving, starting to move pretty quickly. Oh, it's gonna get real good, guys. I mean, yeah. it already is, but yeah, this is a good read. It's been, in, you know, the whole time pretty much. It's been engaging and enjoyable, and I I love the the pacing of this book, mm-hmm. and I love like I just really love Leto and Ghani as characters. Yeah, no, like, I agree. I, I just think they're so well written. Yeah, and they don't... With Alia, there was still definitely the little hints of just, oh, she's a little creepy kid. Mm-hmm. Because I think maybe Frank didn't quite have down how he wanted to approach writing that kind of thing. Because yeah. it's tough. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, but... especially when you're world building. Exactly. So I think that by the time he was writing The Twins, there's a little more understanding of what he was trying to get across. Yeah. And they have more moments of kind of being kids, but then just like, but don't, don't be a mistaken. Like, don't, <laughs> don't let yourself get tricked by how cute we are. Yeah. Like, we're Which awfully cute. Which makes them cute. just so interesting and well-rounded and good. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, on to the next piece of business we have here. Folks, we are still, by the time this air comes out, uh, it will still be going, ongoing. Our contest for 
you know, our mm-hmm. anniversary is coming up in March. So we're celebrating big. If this is the first time you're tuning in, mm, why? <laughs> why would you jump in in the middle of a book? But <laughs> also... It... <laughs> welcome to everyone, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm, welcome. I'm the nice one. No, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> Noel. Um, yeah, so we're giving away some swag from our show. I've got like a sweatshirt. I've got a mug. We have the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful hardcover illustrated special Folio Society special edition of Dune. It's gorgeous. I cannot mm. wait. <laughs> I mean, like, I seriously can't wait for this giveaway because the fact that we are giving this gift, this book to someone just makes me so happy. <laughs> I am gonna be so great. <laughs> but if you go to our Twitter page, let's get weirding at weirding pod. It's the pin post that's you know it'll take you to the the giveaway page, and you can go from there. So one thing we haven't seen, have not seen any Lido two art, and that is like that's the highest scoring entry you could do. Like that will enter you the most times. Mm-hmm. So. We need it. We yeah, need it. I want to see it. <laughs> I will accept, and you know, like we said last week, cosplay. Yes, yes, please, please, <laughs> anything. Yeah, it'll be. It'll just be. It's always endlessly wonderful because one, we just love to see people's fan art, and two, mm-hmm. it's it's Leto too. Yeah, the God you Emperor, know. arms, abs. Who knows? Who knows? He could be whatever you want him to be, apparently. (laughs) Apparently. Uh, Yeah. So that's going to do it for us this week. As always, you can find us over at thespool.net, where we write about film and television. We're on Twitter and Instagram at WeirdingPod. You can send us a letter, weirdingpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. So until next time, be nice and take your spice. Take your spice. Bye.